Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come along, it's amateur story becomes ours. Join me as I sit and talk. I'm making changes to feeling stuck. Let me keep you company. Welcome to the show. Amateur Hello, everybody, and welcome to Amateur Hour. I am your host, yours truly, Denise Kim, and this is my podcast. I'm so excited to finally share this project with you guys. I've been working on it for absolutely ages, and it's finally come to fruition. So this podcast, as you guys probably can see from the title, is about just dealing with life one hour at a time. We're just pretending or just trying all the time to be whatever it is that we need to be when in reality, every hour is amateur hour at this point. So come along with me as we just try really hard to just try and get it together or at least look like we do. We may not have it all figured out, but we can certainly try, which is our line for this show. So with coming from my background of being a K-pop idol, you guys probably best know me as Denise or the Miam 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 MMM from Secret Number. But nowadays, I think after coming out and pursuing my career as a soloist, it definitely kind of feels like I'm a rookie again back whenever I was a trainee and working and trying to learn a new language, being in a new country, even though it is technically my motherland, I had never been until I was around 13. So a new culture, a new language, a new place, and just being out on my own, it does feel like that again. It's just that now I'm older and I have to pay for bills. (laughs) It's very different. But I think that there's a beauty in that as well. Because during that time when I was going through hardships or struggling or adversities, I learned a lot about myself and how to come through better on the other side, because there's always a better side in the end. And there's always something to come out of it. Every experience is a learning experience. There's no such thing as bad experience, because we always come out knowing more and becoming more mature and grown in that sense. And I think that's what this podcast is really going to be about, because, you know, you go from In life, I guess, being a trainee to being some adult that you think you are or you're supposed to be. And, you know, I'm 21 and that's not that old, maybe in the K-pop industry, but I'm not that young either, definitely. So I feel that 
stepping into this new chapter of my life on my own and really struggling and working and whatever it is, just trying my best to take it one hour at a time and not think too much about the future or think too much about the past. Because now I just really want to sit and be in the present in 21 at this point. So whether it's 21 or 11 p.m. or whatever it is, I just want to be able to be in the moment because I literally woke up at 6am today for no reason and spent so much time with myself. And then the power went out. So (laughs) I have had a very full morning of being in tune with myself. So I want to be like that all the time, be very aware of what's going on around me. So I know you guys have been waiting for new music releases. I know. And if you didn't know, hi, I'm Denise. I'm a singer songwriter, even though a lot of times I'm just on TikTok. So (laughs) A lot of you guys actually might know me from TikTok, but I actually do sing and I also dance. I do a lot of different things, but my main focus and first love has always been music. And I've been doing a lot recently. I've been in the studio basically every day, just grinding out new songs and practicing singing and recording. And I've been trying out so many new genres and writing for different people. And it's been a great experience. It's been crazy. It's been really challenging me to broaden my horizons in terms of what I thought I knew about music because music is such a subjective thing that I feel that I really want to be able to explore more. It's just the world of music in itself. There's just not one genre. There's so many and different ways that you can listen to and interpret it. And there's so many subgenres that you can get deeper into. K-pop, I think, infuses a lot of those genres together. K-pop isn't just necessarily one genre in that way, because they infuse so many different sounds into it that I think they pull from a lot of different places, which I think is very cool. So I'm very excited to be here today. We'll have guests on later. But for now, you guys just get to hear me talk, which is always awesome because I talk to myself all the time. So this podcast, in the beginning, we're always going to start off with our mood of the day, our drink of choice, and just general updates about what's going on. Today's mood is interesting because of the fact that earlier today, my literal power went out when I was supposed to come on my way to do this podcast. So that was fun. I don't know. It just always seems that the power goes out at the worst time when the power is not supposed to go out. So I was in the middle of getting ready. Luckily, I'd done my eyebrows already, but the power went out and I was just left in the darkness. And I live in um, B1, which is underground. And I literally was just kind of like, all right, this might as well happen. So I just got ready in the dark at that point. And we're here today. Luckily, I had my coffee as well before or else I probably would be very sounding very different right now. But for the drink of choice for today, with that being said, is an iced Americano, which is what I had as I was getting ready in the dark. And for general current updates, I'm just so excited to be able to finally be on this podcast with you guys. I was always told that I should have a podcast and that everyone would always tell me that, oh, you know, you're so good at talking. And I'm kind of going, no, I'm not. But with words, I'm a lot better because I originally wanted to study literature. But I ended up doing music instead. But it helps a lot for me in writing lyrics and telling stories. So that's just kind of what I've been really excited about. I've been working on a lot of music. So don't you guys worry. This podcast is just kind of for me to just talk to you guys and see how y'all are doing. And honestly, for y'all to just get to know me a little more. I know I'm not the best at social media. I've definitely been trying a lot harder these days. Y'all can follow me at Denise Kim says on all social medias out there. And though I've been doing that, I'm still focusing on music the most. But 
this just seemed like a better way for me to update you guys on what I've been doing. So that's what's up for now, honestly, just this podcast. Don't forget, though, that we're uploading every two weeks because I'm a busy gal. So every two weeks, I look forward to being able to tell you guys what I've been up to. And hopefully y'all can hit me back on my socials so that I can see what y'all have been up to as well. This is a very, very safe space. I'm telling myself so that we, I can feel a little bit better about the fact that I'm speaking into a mic by myself in a room. My thoughts are just going to be out there and y'all are going to be joining me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So my guest for today, you guys may know him as a singer-songwriter from Canada who is absolutely killing the game these days. He is a fellow blonde friend along with me because I'm currently blonde right now. And I'm just going to introduce him because I feel that he needs no further explanation. This is Junie and he is an absolutely amazing, phenomenal, never seen before talented person. And I've liked his music for a long time, actually, ever since I started getting into Korean music, like KRMB, K-pop, whatever it is. And the fact that I got to meet him through um, mutual friends was really crazy because he helped me a lot, actually, when I was going through a trying time, I guess you could say, between me and my career and what I wanted to do. He really gave me a lot of insight and told me his story. And that's kind of how we got to know each other more. So while I'm in Korea here, we always just grab coffee whenever we have time. He always buys me coffee. Thank you so much for buying me coffee. And (laughs) he's just a great person to be around genuinely, just radiates positive energy. So without further ado, here is Junie. All right. So here we are. Welcome, Junie, to the Amateur Hour podcast. Thank you so much for being here. No worries. Hi, everybody. It's Junie. How's everybody doing? Yeah, guys, Junie just came out with some new songs and he'll be dropping his actual full album, I believe, soon. So that's super exciting. Tell me some about that. Um, Yeah, the album's dropping uh, August 12th. It's um, it's called Blanc. Yeah. And- Blanc? Yeah, Blanc. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want a little fancy with it. A little Frank Ocean vibe. I, I to, you know, I gotta, I gotta do what I gotta do. But no, it's uh, I've been working on this album for like a year now, and it's finally coming out, and I'm just super excited. And um, yeah, what a great way to you know talk about the album, talk with you. Yeah. Wait. So, how many songs are on the album, and do you have a favorite? Oh, uh, you know, I mean, there's nine songs. There's nine, nine tracks. Nine whole. Yeah, songs. but they're including the songs that I already you know pre-released. Um, song called Getcha. And Girl, I'm trying to get you, <laughs> yeah, get you, get you, okay. no breaks. Let's go. Um, and there's another song called Color Me. 
posting the, the one I didn't do a TikTok <laughs> challenge for. No, I was hurt. why are you so this bitter about man that? man hit me up. He like he like hits me up on Instagram all of a sudden when he has my number. First of all, and second of all, he goes, "Hey, can you do a TikTok challenge with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Okay, doesn't do a TikTok first challenge. First of all, with me. I asked you, and where did you go? Bali. Yeah, so don't even. Don't even say Fine, nothing. fine. Respect. Okay, so what other songs? Is there a song that's unreleased on the album that is a favorite? Uh, yeah, uh, the title song is probably my favorite. Um, I mean, the ti- it's a, actually a song about my ex. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a revenge song. It's like, because she keeps thinking that all these songs that I write and the songs that I've been releasing are all about her. So it's like a little message I want to send over. Oh, okay. Wow. Come on now. You know? Dang. Okay. So it's not about her. What's the title? Can it's we get not about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's direct as hell. Yeah. Okay. No, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear it. When's the drop date? August 12th, everybody. Oh, we got from here on from the day we're recording. That's uh, 10 days, but that's yeah. going to be super fun. That's so exciting. Thank you. All right. So uh, now talking away from work, I guess. How have you been? What's been up for you? I've been good. You've been sick. Da- yeah. You were sick for a while. No, not for a while. Yeah, like, just briefly. Yeah. And then I, I recently got my booster shot too. And that kind of like messed me up a bit. I'm back. Um, Man, it's hard not to talk about work because all I've been doing is just work, right? Yeah. And not being able to really hang out and stuff. But um, yeah, I've been playing basketball a, a, a few times. Yeah, ball. Yeah. Is ball life? Ball is life. <laughs> ball is life. But then um, a really good friend of mine that I always play ball with, he like messed up his ankle. Yeah, and like he tore like a ligament. So yeah, he's he's out for like a few few months. So I'm kind of like, you know, MIA in the basketball. We can team. play basketball. I'm, yeah? I play. Are you sure? Yeah, I used to play. I snatch on kneecaps. No way. Yeah. All right, we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah, I, I used to be um, I used to be a wing. Oh. Yeah, I was a wing because I was tall. Okay. And then now, you know that? Okay, so for me, I want to go to the chiropractor because of the fact that I I'm one sixty eight centimeters, which is five six. I'm like barely five six, and I could be five eight. So I I'm one sixty eight centimeters. I sh- I can be around like one seventy two if my back was straight because of my scoliosis. You're mad tall. I should be. But the thing is, I'm scared. Is that is like, is it just gonna come from my my torso then? Is it, <laughs> is it just gonna be a really long? Are they torso? just gonna like stretch you? Like it's gonna be long. It's gonna be my scoliosis. I've had for a while now, and it doesn't affect my daily life. But nowadays, I've been laying down, and I hear like three distinct pops. Like, ooh, that's so good. Yeah, I know. So I'm trying to get that fixed now. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it together. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if I go to the chiropractor if I can grow a few centimeters. Bro, they snap you like a glow stick. It's All so right. nice. I think I'm. Like literally, like one centimeter away from being one eighty. Uh huh. And that's like that's the that's the that's the height. You know, one seventy nine and one eighty is different. It's like getting a B plus and an A minus. Exactly. No, I'd rather. Yeah, yeah. You'd rather get the A minus, right? You'd rather be the worst player on the A team than best player on B team. It's just saying you're on B team is already just enough as it is. All right, uh, we'll go to the chiropractor together, bro. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's We're gonna do grow. It. We're gonna grow. Next time we pull up, y'all, in our new uh, TikTok challenge, me and Junior are both gonna be so tall you can't see us in the frame. <laughs> I'm done. All right. Okay, so any upcoming, I mean, obviously you have the album upcoming. Um, you are going on tour, I heard. Is that announced? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay, um, just checking. I'm no, not trying to expose thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. Um, I'm going on uh, first uh, Europe and uh, uh, like a London tour. These are, they're different now. They're not Europe. It's it's the, bre- the Brexit, right? Uh, wait, wait, what? They're not considered Europe anymore. London? Yeah. I live under a rock, Oh, bro. my bad. Oh, well, no, you're good. Yeah, but that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, oh, my so, gosh. 
I didn't um, know that. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to Paris and then I'm going to London. I think I'm going to London first. Yeah, I'm going to London first and then Paris, um, the end of August and then I come back uh, to Korea for like a few days and then I'm going on the North American tour. Hmm. Any? Are you going? To, are you going home to Canada? Yeah. <gasps> hey! I'm going back home. I'm going to be performing in Vancouver as well. How long has it been since you've been? It's been like three years now. I haven't seen my family in three years. I haven't. I don't know what the vibe is there anymore. I don't even know if I'm from Vancouver. Like. I don't know who I am anymore, but like it's it feels good to go back, you know, and um and these other cities that I'm able to go to, like I've never been to New York, for example. Oh, seriously? Ever in my life, yeah. I just went to New York recently for the first time last year. I took a solo trip. Ooh. It was I always thought the I Heart NYC things were so cheesy, but I get it now. I Heart NYC, that city is gorgeous. It's just so fun. Yeah, I hear it's like a lot Seoul, of stories. but American. Right? Can you imagine that? It's no one cares. Literally, no one cares it at all. Very hectic. It's hectic, but it's like so is Korea. You know, like Hongdae. Imagine that, but then everyone's American and speaks English and absolutely nobody cares about you. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Like, trust me, no one's looking at you. No yeah, one literally no one cares. cares about you. Yeah, that's that's the best, you know. It's so amazing. I think that you're going to have so much fun there. But uh, how long is the tour for? So there's 11 cities and the schedule is like mad crazy. So I'm scared. Um, I think it's going to, I think I'll be gone for like a good, like a month, maybe three, three weeks figure it out but um, yeah well thanks for making time before you go to come here on my podcast we amateur hours self-plug I, like I like the name amateur hour podcast thank you yeah. so how long has it been since we've met we met for the first time in person i think a couple months ago no it's only been that because i came back recently right it was summer you went to go work out afterwards that was summer, but I heard about, oh, it's still summer, yeah. But I heard about, I think, no, I heard about you, I think it was like April. No? Yeah. Right? Just around then, I think. It was before I came to no, Korea. No, it was like March when I heard about you, I oh. swear. You knew about me, eh? No, no, no. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you were. I heard that you were interested in, you know, songwriting. And then you weren't in Korea yet. And then you were planning on coming to Korea. And so I was like, cool. Anyone that fucking help, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I didn't, I didn't think you'd be like, really like, I, I didn't think you'd reach out like right oh, away. Yeah. And then when you reached out, I was like, oh, cool. She's like really down. Like she's really down to like get into the scene here and like do this thing. And I was like, let's get it. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. No, because um, I remember, yeah, you're right. It was around March, April. And then we got each other's contact because I was definitely going through like, an existential crisis where I didn't really know what I was going to do because I obviously had just become a soloist and was singing, but then I'd always been songwriting and then um, just kind of finding a new way into that on that career path on my own was different. So I definitely wanted insight in that way from people who have gone through it, especially you being a kyopo, which is what we say in Korea, or a foreigner. But yeah, definitely throws the cultural aspect of it a lot coming here. But coming out on my own without a company was definitely something new. But then when you told me your story about how you literally came to Korea with just nothing and then built your way up to who you are now was so admirable and crazy. Wow, thank you. Yeah. And so whenever you gave me all that advice and you were messaging me, it was so helpful because I think it gave me a lot of perspective into I mm, as however old I am because you were about my age as well when you first came right oh uh, yeah um how old are you right now like 21 21 yeah I was like yeah 21 22 I don't even remember my age because when I come, came to Korea they're like adding two years 
on me. I'm like, yo, get out of here. Like, I'm not that old yet. Yeah, but, yeah, I think I was around your age. And then I was, I literally had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't have anything except a few SoundCloud songs and, like, one, like, single that I, like, independently distributed through, like, streaming services. Disco and, Kid. Yeah, Distro, Distro Kid. Kid. And um, it was scary for me, obviously. And the culture is so different, you know? And I, I just, I knew what you were going to, you're signed up for, like, you're signing up for. So just wanted to help. And then hopefully, I thought I talked too much. Like, man, I'm, like, telling this, like, I'm telling her all these, like, facts about, like, the world here. And I didn't want to scare you, you know, but she's like a tough, she's a tough girl. And she like, she was really like into it. Like, I like you, you want to get into the scene. You want to like start writing and you're super humble about it too. So why wouldn't I want to help? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Gosh. Have you ever watched Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> yeah, right. Goes, gosh. Jeez, I love that movie. How do you know Napoleon? Oh, no, we're not that. Like I'm like a, I consider myself a, millenni- a millennial. Oh, yeah. But then, you know, obviously I'm Gen Z, but I find myself in the middle ground. I grew up with a lot of older siblings. Oh, oh that's exactly what happens. You I, think I, I had control over the aux cord? <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's why I know all these like Korean, like old ballad songs that I'm not supposed to know. Because my older brothers would just like sing that stuff all the time. I think it's really nice because I think we had that. Also, that I think what you call in Korea the mangnes, which is means you're the youngest oh, in the family. Yeah. That kind of thing that a lot of them tend to get along yeah. well. Do you do you get along with the uh, like only child? Sometimes it depends. It's very different. It's kind of different. Like their mindsets are a little different. And I figured, and then like the ones that were like the oldest, their mindsets are very different too. Yeah. So I'm always like, I, everyone I'm, I get close with, they're all like bangnes. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's a weird connection. It's an interesting thing. I definitely think so. But then it felt very nice because I felt as though you were like an older brother that I never had. And I would always, I always wanted an opar, but, <laughs> <laughs> but having an older sister was really nice too, because who's going to get it more than your siblings? Right. But then more than that, I think especially you coming from a similar background and growing up Korean-Canadian and then also um, working on music on your own and then just coming to everything that you've been working on coming to fruition now, I think is just phenomenal. Because I remember I knew you from before I met you um, as an artist. I remember By Your Side. If I had known that song when I was, uh, I guess. It's By My Side, by, by the way. By My Side. <laughs> I don't want to put by you By My on. Side. You're by, by, I'm. That's maybe it's all good. It's my INFJ. I'll be by your side. Oh, thank you. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean remix. They remix that. You can you can remix it whenever you want. Call it by your side. by my side. Uh, by Junie. Remix by Denise. Uh, coming from the girl's perspective. <laughs> okay. So that's really good though because of the fact that when I was going through that, I needed a lot of enlightenment in terms of can I do this? Because I always had the drive. I don't scare easily for sure. But I was just really nervous because I'd never been in the industry by myself before. Mm. I always had someone, well, I guess you could say above me in terms of, in work. I was always working for someone. But right. I realized that now I love working with people, not for them. Right. And I think that's how it should be, especially in terms of music. You collaborate, you know? It's not just, you work on this song, sing, you know? Yeah. Like a monkey. It opens, <laughs> like a mon- it opens up like a, a, a new door, you know? And then, and... Like, even right now, like, you have a studio, you have a place where you can work, like, a solid foundation, and you have these people that you can contact and you can work with and just 
that itself is an unbelievable start for you. And you just started literally like a few months ago. So this is perfect, I feel like. And this is like you're heading such a great direction. And I think you should just, you know, keep going. I definitely feel very blessed with everything that I have, whether it be the studio or you and the people around me. I have a really good support system here. And also just being able to talk about these experiences candidly, because I think that whether even if it's the music scene or not, everyone's just out here trying to really get that hard. check and exactly. you know, trying to make it's, it bro it's all about when they said cash was everything around me yeah. they really weren't it's, joking yeah i mean it's like that all around the world but uh the, the difference between i feel like in let's say the states and korea is korea you just know everybody so if you're in seoul like you're gonna know you're gonna run into these artists like wherever you may go you're gonna run into them in the states if they're in the east coast you're never gonna be able to really run into them right if they're like you know based in LA but in Korea it's like everyone if you want to make music and if you want to start a music career you're gonna come to Seoul so that's the difference no I'm not gonna I'm gonna be really real with y'all no one's in Busan no one's gonna be like yo come to my come to my um studio in Busan yo (laughs) no not well maybe like a little like on the outskirts of Seoul maybe but um yeah, when they're having like a studio session or something like that, they're always gonna be in Seoul. All the studios are main studios are in Seoul, and like the businesses are in Seoul. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. This place is very interesting. You're gonna you're gonna notice that. I feel like more the more yeah, the more you stay in, the more you you do this. It's you're just gonna figure out these wacky, crazy things. Yeah, silly little silly prepared. goofy things. Just be prepared for you know anything. These. The the world I've realized is very small and getting increasingly smaller by the second, honestly, with the way that things have been progressing for me. So I'm trying to kind of keep keep an arm's length from everywhere. Just put a toe in and then just stay out <laughs> because it's too much. I'm just kind of like, why do we all know each other? This is and I follow someone on Instagram or something, and they're following like six people I know. I'm going, whoa, 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 whoa. It's ridiculous. It's, it's it's fun. It's interesting. It's interesting. Definitely. What's it been like for you then living in Korea for however long you have been? I've been here for three years now. Um, I think every year it's like a new chapter. And uh, the first chapter oof, it was rough. I mean, you know, you you try to figure out why you're here. I mean, like you're so sh- I was so sure on coming to Korea. But then once I stepped my like step foot, I was like, why am I here again? Like that's, you know, it's, it, it was natural to have that, you know, kind of feeling, but it, it's, it was hard to really, you know, overcome that. And, um, yeah, I was, I was living in a, the most like the roughest places and just trying to make music and stuff like that. And the only reason why I was here and going through that stuff was because I wanted to make it. And there were 10, not like 10 million, but the, I'm sure there were like thousands and thousands of other kids just like me trying to do the same and you know i just kept on moving forward and that's all i did to be honest i didn't care i tried not to care about the others and i just only thought about the people that were i had at the time and these people i only met through online so it's like i'm not that close to them but they they've all they're all i got so i gotta rely on them and then you know but in life it does things doesn't work as you want it to and you know sometimes you have to part ways with people that you don't want to because you just have different interests and stuff like that so um the guys i started music with in korea we said we parted ways 
and I did my own thing. And then crazy, crazy luck and coincidence, I somehow uh, met this person who was, you know, who believed in my craft and believed in me as a person as well and just took care of me. And yeah, we started this label together and called Mauve. And then now it's just, yeah, from there, it's just everything just started taking off for me. And then, you know, I... I just got to be thankful for, you know, all the opportunity I get. And the whole, like, songwriting thing was one of the biggest things that's ever happened. And because of that, I, w- I was able to branch off and, you know, really get my name out and be like, oh, I, I, was, I was able to write a song for this person and I can really promote myself too. So it's, it's a very um, – there's a lot of ways where you can get your name on, you know, make clout. But there's certain ways you want to do it, right? And I think – at that time, on my second year in Korea, I think that was when I was like, oh, I want to start writing a lot. I want to start writing for other artists. And and this is a different world to me. So through that way, I kind of paved that, you know, the path for me to, like, you know, get my name out there. And then, then I started releasing a little more music. And then now I'm fully into, like, the third year now, 2022, has been just about me and my music. And it feels great. Yeah, it feels so good. When did you did you always want to do music then or For sure, yeah. Um ever since I was young, I think I think my first ever like performance was when I was like 7 years old. Yeah, like elementary like my music teacher would put like call me up from the front and he's like, "You're going to do the solo." Ooh. It was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. And then it was like a classic. Yeah, and then you know that bridge part like and one foggy, foggy yeah. Christmas-y. That's when I come home with like a little suit, little like little kid with a suit and just kind of like baby Junie, yeah. Um, that was my first ever like thing performance. You got a taste, and you yeah, couldn't get over and it. it was fun. And then that's when I knew I was like, oh, maybe I have a, a little bit of a talent of singing, but you know, I'm not. I wasn't like as a seven year old. I'm gonna make this a career. I didn't think that, but I always enjoyed singing. Uh, my two brothers, older brothers, they love singing at home. My dad loves singing. My mom loves singing. So it was just natural. And then that just stuck by me. And then when I hit high school, I started playing the guitar. Um, and then I had this girl that I really liked. And then I wrote these songs. I started writing these songs. And you know, when you're in high school, like a junior in high school, that's when you're like hitting puberty and you start kind of like, Start thinking outside the box more. I guess. Kind of rebel. I don't know. I didn't really go to school, but oh, sure. Oh, my bad. I this mean, is my rebellion period right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, other Normally. people may vary. Age, like, ages may vary. But for me, it was during like the junior year of high school when I started like, you know, trying to want to do different things than go to school and just study. I wanted to try writing a song maybe, you know, and then picked up the guitar. I started recording these uh, mini songs on my phone and I'd burn it into CD and I wanted to give it to the girl that I had a crush on but I never got to obviously because <gasps> oh no way if that happened but um what that's very it's very embarrassing if I was a junior in high school and someone did that for me I would be married by no, now no 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 it was straight up like it was even even the acoustic the whole sound like I wanted to have I thought bathroom acoustics were the best don't we all are they not <laughs> For our ears, yeah, but like imagine it <laughs> on a phone recording, it's not it's not a good idea. Um yeah, guys, if you're listening to this, don't ever record anything in the bathroom. It sounds really funny. But um I did that and then 
I had like 10 songs, literally 10 songs. That's more it. than your album, bro. Yeah, I know. I was crazy with it. But then they're all terrible. Trust me. And then I didn't, I, I ended up not giving it to her, obviously. And, um, and then, you know, when I started, when I was hitting senior year, my older brother, who's a painter, he, um, he's really, into, he's just, he's like an art driven person. And so, and then he asked me, what are you going to do with your life? I've never had this kind of conversation with him before. We always just play video games together. And he just comes into my room. He's like, what are you going to do with your life? And I was like, what? Why are you asking me that? Right? And he's like, you got to figure it out. You know, we all figured it out. You should too. No, like, we're not going to be able to support you all the time. And you better, like, make a decision. And I was like, huh. And then from then, I started thinking about what I should do. And then I realized music was the only thing that stuck by me my whole life. and what should I do then? I should make music. How should I make music? I should learn music. And then I decided, man, I'm going to be a vocal trainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then, you know, I wanted to be a vocal trainer and then I, I went to college for it. And then I realized this wasn't my way. Yeah. And they're telling me to like learn a lot of languages, you know, this isn't it. And then I was contemplating if I should drop out. And then I saw this program they're offering. It was, a whole music technology program where they teach you how to record and, you know, comping and even just the production side, like the, the track production, recording, everything. And then, so I took that and I, you know, I graduated. And then I, as my final college, like year end project, I made an album. And then I, I put that out on SoundCloud and then, People liked it. Yes. Thankfully. I was one of those people. Oh, thank you. And then, you know, that, and then I somehow got the courage from the, all, all the SoundCloud love to release something, sing, uh, like, you know, independently. And then I was like, I'm going to Korea to make music. And then, and then here you are. Here I am. So That's amazing. I, if you asked me five years ago from now, if I could ever imagine this life I'm living right now, I would never, like not even in a million years, I would never imagine this. I think the reason why I was able to do this up to this point was because I never thought about that. I was just on the spot, on at the moment, just whatever I'm doing right now, I'm just going to do my best and we'll see where it takes me. Because it's, it's good to have a goal, but at the same time, if you think about it too much, it's going to affect you and it's going to affect your choices. And... If I knew what Korea was like, I don't think I'd, I'd probably be so scared and I'd probably just back out and just stay in Canada, right? But I didn't care about that. I just wanted, I romanticized it and I wanted it and I just went for it. And then I think that's the main thing I want yeah, to talk about. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, actually. It was part of the podcast segment that I had that I said that I wanted to, one of my things is that I want to live in the present more because I'm always thinking about where I need to be next, where I need to go, but just finding time in the day, even if it's very short, to just take time for myself and allow myself to be present. Exactly, so. Denise. That's it. Yeah. Okay, Opar. I have a I have a playlist that I made called Ser, which is it means to be in Spanish. And I just think that that's a perfect it's just songs that I wanted for myself that I've liked because no one showed them to me. I just like them for for that reason, whether it was other songs that other people have shown me or I would listen to around other people and it kind of got incorporated into my my playlists. But these are songs that I don't care if people say they're trash. I love that song kind of things. So that's a whole mix of music. But 
that's something I'm trying to take active steps towards being more aware about. Yeah. It's it's good. It's little steps that always make the the big the big move in the end. But it's really interesting because you did tell me a little bit about your story in the past before, but then I think I got to hear it a lot more in depth again, which was really nice. And also because our coffee breaks were always very short because you're so busy. No, it's not me. I was also busy too. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Let's say I'm on TikTok. Goes to Bali. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, I was I was a bit disrespectful. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. But thank you so much for joining me here today on the Amateur Hour podcast. It's so great to have such a wonderful, lovely guest. Thank you. All right, guys. So don't forget to stream Junie's new album that's dropping on August 12th. We are so excited to hear Blanc and also his favorite song, the title, Not About You. So luckily, it will not be about us, but we will be listening and enjoying it. Don't forget to follow him on all of his social medias. Yeah, um, it's J-N-K-M-S-C. My Twitter, someone took it already so it's um underscore jnkmsc underscore so other than that there's a, a podcast that i'm coming back to it's called get real um we might uh we're shooting that right now we're having a lot of fun so look forward to that and also there's going to be a physical copy of the album too so am i going to get one a signed one do i get a photo card oh, yeah you do yeah it's going to be so much fun yeah and don't forget to join juni as he goes on tour all the way around london europe and the north americas so the many many places he's going 11 cities go follow him on social media to go find out where and also be sure to support him and enjoy his album and and all his endeavors wow. thank you so much for joining me today thank you so much for having me this is great So that was Junie. What a lovely, lovely man he is. I always have a great time talking to him and I'm so grateful to have met him. And hopefully uh, we can see him more in the future if he's doing tours and albums and releasing more great music. But I really do think that he's such an admirable person with all the endeavors he's gone through, but he still is such a positive and bright person. I think he's such a great force to be around, especially for me. And he helps me organize a lot of my thoughts and a lot of things because he's been through a lot of similar things that I have. So he's always happy to help. And I'm really grateful that but he's here in Korea and just willing to give a lending hand to me whenever I need it. And I also try to do the same for him when he's also the one who always buys me coffee. Once again, thank you for buying me coffee. But yeah, that was Junie and you guys can continue to support him. And his music is great. Don't forget to go check him out. So on Amateur Hour every week, we will be having a little song breakdown or a lyric that correlates to my current mood or how you guys have been feeling lately. So if you guys didn't know on my Spotify, I actually have a playlist called Songs For You, which is a playlist that I update pretty frequently so that I can share with you guys songs that I think you should listen to, songs that I've been enjoying. But for Amateur Hour, I will be breaking down a song and some lyrics. So for today, I actually chose the song Lights Down Low by Max featuring Nash. And this song is the song I chose because my lights literally went very down low today and my power literally went out. So if you guys don't know this song already, I highly recommend that you listen to it. It's a very nice chill song. I listen to it a lot when it rains. For me, the song breakdown on this one, a lyric that I really want to highlight that I really like is, oh, turn the lights, turn the lights down low. 
that's why, because my lights turned off. But if we're talking in terms of love, I think this is one of the sweetest love songs to exist. I think it's a gorgeous song for a wedding or whatever it is, because the way that he really talks about a significant other here in the pre-chorus, can I stop the flow of time? Can I swim in your divine? Because I don't think I'd ever leave this place. It's just so sweet. I literally just got chills because if someone said this to me, first of all, I'd be like, ew, cringe. But on the inside, I'd be like, squeeze. So I think that this song is just such a sweet thing because in the end, you don't really need to see someone to know that you love them, if that makes sense. If you, you kind of just remember and paint them in your head because you know them so much by heart and memory that in that way, it makes us just know and love them more. So even when the lights went out, I was doing my makeup. So I had to memorize my face at that point and test where I was at. So the lyrics go, turn the lights, turn the lights down low. Yeah, now I'm feeling you breathing slow. And it's so, so sweet because to feel someone breathe is just such a intimate experience, I think. I've never had it, but I like to imagine that it would be a very intimate experience. But I sleep alone, y'all. My bed is made for one. It's a super single, no one's coming in. So this song just really makes me think that, you know, maybe I shouldn't just have a super single. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Anyways, the song is just a really heartwarming song because even in Nash's verse, he really comes and talks about how it makes him feel whenever he's with this person. And it really makes us really want to think about love and and the love that we really want in a way, because it just makes a lot of sense in where we want to be. And everyone honestly kind of wants love, whether we know it or not, because of the fact that humans as we are long for company. And me, you included, some people are like, I love being single and all this stuff. Trust me, me too. But at the same time, I would like someone to, you know, buy me coffee and play with my hair. So it's the simple things. It's just spending your time doing nothing with somebody. And I think this song gives a really good reflection of that. It also gives a really good reflection as well of when your power goes out. This song is just overall a love song. And we all love love songs, I guess. I remember whenever I first would write love songs when I was really young, because I first started writing songs when I was maybe six or seven. And I was writing about, you know, we grew up listening to Disney and Nickelodeon or whatever. If you had cable, I did not. I watched Food Network, but I would watch those clips relentlessly on YouTube back when YouTube was the little TV looking thing. And it was just a very shady website in the beginning. But look where we're at now. I would listen and just want to make my own songs about an experience that I'd never had. And the stark contrast, though, between uh, obviously like a nine-year-old trying to sing about love and like her elementary school crushes to being say whenever I came out with my first EP Divine a 17 18 year old who just got her heart broken and shattered into a bajillion pieces the the feeling was very different obviously I can only really write sad songs now I wish I could write a happy love song uh, I have yet to find that person but good for you Max and Nash good for you I'm so happy for you I'm gonna go sleep on a highway now <laughs> Anyways, I I don't really think I still know what love is, to be honest. I'm very much an amateur at that. I am a very loyal person, though, and all of my romantic pursuits have gone awry in a way. 
I'm a very much a one-sided love kind of person. And if someone confesses to me, I guess you could say, and I'm not feeling it, then I'll just tell them straight up, like, I'm really sorry, but I don't think it's going to work because I'm not the type to string anyone along. But I think if I wanted to write a love song, I would really want to write one like this, where it's just about the simplicity of being with that person and not even having to do anything and just seeing them or being with them and feeling their presence and just thinking that it's so beautiful. Well, I just found out that apparently the phrase is gone awry, if it's correct. I've gone 21 years with by saying it's gone awry, but it's spelled A-W-R-Y, awry. It's gone awry. They should have put a little apostrophe or something in there. Dang. I don't know, something to split it up. Okay, but then again, you're also talking to the person right now that thought that the word lingerie was pronounced lingerie and tampon was pronounced tampoon. So I am not the best candidate for this. I wanted to study literature, y'all. Y'all see why I went for music? Mm, I did put my own little twist. I was I was like, I'm I'm not like everyone else. I I'm I'm different. I'm not like the other girls wearing the longer rays and their tampoons. When things go awry, I tend to just chill. So every week here on Amateur Hour, we will be also talking about mental health, which is what I want to call this little segment, Honesty Hour. And when it all comes down to it, mental health is a constant, I don't want to say struggle, but it's a constant thing that we have to keep up with, just like we have to maintain our health in terms of taking vitamins or exercising, I don't. But whatever you do to keep up your health, mental health is just as important. It's even more, if anything, because I feel it really affects you from the inside out. So every episode, I'm going to be having a mental health goal for me to try and improve my current life. So recently, actually, what I've been trying to do is um, when I say a sleep schedule, not even try to reset my sleep schedule. It's to have a sleep schedule. I actually struggle with insomnia and I actually, I just don't get enough sleep. So that's very important. The main things that we should always focus on whenever things are going awry are sleep, eating and drinking lots of water and then maintaining hygiene. So those are things that we can do that are very, honestly, it seems simple, but are very difficult whenever you're struggling. So just trying to prioritize that really helps you, I think, or it helps me at least. So what I'm going to be doing as my weekly mental health goal for the next two weeks is making a sleep schedule. I slept really early last night, actually, because I got home pretty early, which is odd for me because I usually get home pretty late. And I woke up at six and having all that time to myself to take a, I took a walk, um, I prayed, I listened to music and got ready, which is when the power went out, but hopefully the power doesn't go out anymore. But I really was able to have that time carved out for myself to have my coffee and just take a little moment before the day started. And I want to start doing that more where I can wake up a little earlier and have a little more time to myself because I'm always just go, 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 getting out the door, going to where I need to be. And so sleep is something that I want to more than sleeping at a consistent time and waking up at a consistent time, I want to just at least try to get six to seven hours of sleep, because I think that's where for now, I tend to I can run on four hours of sleep. And I know that, but obviously, four hours is not enough for the human body to function. So I'm trying to push it to at the least six six hours at the most eight, because I think once I surpass that, I will not be getting out of bed. I will be sleeping for the rest of the day. Please and thank you. So six to seven hours every single day. And I will be fiercely trying that with the health app on my phone telling me it's time to wind down. So 
hopefully I can do that. And hopefully you guys can come join me and try to get as much hours as you need of sleep because most humans need about eight hours of sleep to function at their best, I believe. But just taking it slow, not trying to, you know, the opposite. What's the opposite of cutting cold turkey? Um, Putting together warm turkey, I guess. I don't know. Regardless, whenever you're trying to put it all together, then I feel that it works out better whenever you take it slow. Or else if you make too big of a drastic change at once, the odds of that habit sticking are slim to none, to be honest, for me at least. So I'm going to try and slowly incorporate that amount of time into my sleep. And hopefully one day we'll get to eight hours. So that'll be my mental health goal for the next two weeks. Today on Amateur Hour was our first episode. Wow, celebration. I'm going to go have some cake later. But I'm so excited. Honestly, I've been waiting for this. I was keeping it a secret. It was so hard to not talk to you guys about this. But I'm just so happy to finally be able to be on and be honest with you guys as well about what I'm going through and what's going on in my life. Because I think that even though I'm a very private person, normally, there are things that I feel that I want to share because it would benefit or there's something that you can relate to in terms of us all just trying to work it out and figure it out together. So hopefully you guys can also find a community within yourselves and be nice to each other and kind. I want nothing but blessings for you guys. So another thing I just realized while doing that is that apparently it's not cutting it cold turkey. It's quitting cold turkey. The first episode is going great, you guys, as you can tell. I should always be on a mic speaking 100% amazing. So with all that being said, this has been the first Amateur Hour podcast episode. And I'm so, so happy to finally have started this. It's been a long time coming and hopefully we have a long future ahead together. Also, don't forget to leave a five star review, which is really going to help us get the word out about this podcast. And also don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on whatever streaming platform you love most. We really want to be able to grow our community and have a lot of people hear this and also share it to anyone you think might also relate because I think this is going to be a really good podcast for all of us to just come together and be a part of something. I want to say thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed listening. I'm afraid it's time to go, but I'll see you in the next episode. If I could, I'd give you flowers, but for has been amateur hour. Amateur Hour with Denise Kim is a production of DK Entertainment LLC, produced by Diane Kang, Melissa D. Montz, and Diamond Print Productions. Post production sound by Chris Henry, an advertisement partnership with ACAST.